Welcome back to Exquisitely Aligned. I'm your host, Gina Meyer-Vincent. Here we help you leave the one-size-fits-all life behind and empower you to live your one-of-a-kind life. Life on your terms, making your bigger impact and lighting the way for others. Essentially, you become exactly what the world is missing. Today, my guest, Darlene Turgeon, has done exactly that. Darlene is a resilient single mom of three who brings her wit and wisdom to the party called life. Aren't you excited already? I am. She believes that her many careers, which included waitressing, marketing and sales, seminar facilitator, and even preaching in the jails in Las Vegas, have taught her many valuable life lessons. Fueled by a passion, and I'm going to say a huge passion, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Fueled by a huge passion for making a positive impact in the lives of other single moms and children. Darlene was given the assignment to be the founder of a 501c3 nonprofit organization called CWA, Compassion with Action. Their mission is to support the forgotten by giving surprise blessings to women and children in crisis, while also raising awareness and preventing online child exploitation and combating human trafficking here in Orange County, California. I know some of you may be thinking already, seriously, here in our own backyard, but it's true. Welcome, beautiful Darlene. Thank you for being with me today. Thank you, Gina. This is a pleasure. I've been looking forward to it. You're, you're, you're a light that people just follow you. So, you know. Well, we can, now you need to be blessed. <laughs> It's okay. It's a blessing. Blessing makes makes it pretty. It makes us yes. pretty, right? I used to be exactly. by blushing. I'm not embarrassed anymore. That's that's just but true. <laughs> but truthfully, like I said, I I met you several months ago and didn't know why, but this is one of the reasons that we were supposed to get connected. So thank you so much for this opportunity. You are welcome. It's my great pleasure. And I was going to talk about when we met as well, because I believe that there are reasons we meet certain people we bump into, maybe even more than once. And Darlene, when I met you that hot day, from what I recall, I don't remember what month it was, (laughs) but I know it was warm outside. And that could be a lot of months here in California, which is why I live here. But um, I remember immediately getting a sense or an inner knowing, an intuitive hit maybe, that you have a huge passion. And it goes beyond passion. I felt immediately that you had a calling and came to learn since, right, through conversation, which I love. And I know you're a fan of conversation as well as an ex-podcaster and a marketing person just like myself. Um, So tell me a little bit, because I think that having a calling is such a blessing, but sometimes it may not feel yeah. that way. So what, what if you can tell us a little bit, like, would you agree? How has it been? And let's start there. And then we'll just continue to dive deeper into this, because I feel like a lot of people have a calling 
Some of us know it from a young age and some of us discover it a little bit later or we put it on hold because something is going on in our lives and the timing mm -hmm. just isn't right. We don't have the amount of energy, time or maybe uh, resources, connections, so forth. So tell us a little bit. Was I right? Do you have a calling, my friend? You are you are a thousand percent right. And I think truth be told, I think I ran from this calling for a very long time, or I at least tried to segment it like, well, I'll do this, like the preaching in the jail. It's like, I I'll do this. Mm -hmm. But what yeah. I always wanted to do when I, after I was in the seminar world for a while, seminar company, and we did a lot of work on our inner, inner person and a lot of mm -hmm. just self-reflection, I guess you'll say. And, and I thought, oh, I want to do that one day. I don't know what it looks like, but I want to be able to speak into other women's lives to mm -hmm. uh, help them rise up to who they're supposed to be, encourage yeah. them, inspire them. You know, if a waitress can do it, you can do anything kind of thing. You know, I kind of, I, I always joked about, I want to be the female Tony Robbins. It's like, okay, well, that's not going to count. So I would squelch <laughs> it because honestly, it was like, I could have done it a couple of times. And I was like, no, that's too much. I even had mm -hmm. women around me at a huge table at a restaurant that said, thank you so much for Get, bringing us all together, my business associates, my friends from church, my neighbors, my girlfriends, and they all wanted to do it. And I backed yeah. out. Oh. I literally was like, not right now. It's not the right time. So I do think sometimes when okay. we have a calling on our, our life, yeah. Yeah. run. I, I ran. Yeah, I ran because it was like, well, not for right now. So then yeah. I, literally fast forward, uh, fast forward 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years um three years ago in 2020 mm -hmm. i got a little what i call a tap on the shoulder and my mm -hmm. god says okay do what you did in vegas with those other ladies where you sat around your table had a glass of wine had some salad at your house and then you blessed a woman you surprised a single mom and i'm like did you know covid was going on because nobody's coming out how am I going to get a group of ladies together? And he just was silent. <laughs> so I thought, well, what do I do now? And I started it on Facebook. Like mm -hmm. everybody else, you're on your, that's all we could do during COVID. So, you know, of course, I knew a few girls here at this point. I've only been here back to California nine years, Gina. So I was in Vegas mm -hmm. for 20 years. And again, I thought I came to California just to retire, just to sit by the, in the sun at the beach and have a nice life of retirement. And uh, yeah, God had different plans for Darlene. But <laughs> even then I'm like, well, so a few of us girls are just going to get together on Facebook. And then when we did could in July of 2020, we went to yeah. my girlfriend's backyard. There was four of us total. That included mm -hmm. me. Four. And I said, well, I was a single mom. A couple of you were single moms. How about we just surprise somebody with, I don't know, gas cards, uh, mm. grocery store cards, mm -hmm. clothes for their kids, pay their utility bills, something, just something. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to be their meal ticket. I don't right. want that organization to be their welfare check. I want to just reward them for doing the best they can because I was mm -hmm. a single mom for pretty much my whole life. Even when I was married, I think I was a single mom. But, you know, <laughs> three kids, three jobs, waitressing, making 13000 a year, not everybody. 
everybody gets excited about hearing that. But it was the truth. And I never went for welfare checks. I didn't even know how to do mm-hmm. it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't. So maybe, maybe I would have. I'm not putting anybody down that does that. I just didn't know how to do it. So mm-hmm. I always have the joke that all three of my kids like to eat the same day. Couldn't figure <laughs> out why. And I'm like, great. Now I got to feed you all at one time. So $13,000 a year, they didn't eat well. So fast forward mm-hmm. to Las Vegas days and to yeah. Orange County days. It's like, let's help that woman. That woman's doing the best she can. She's coming up short once in a while. And we just want to let her know we support you. You're not forgotten to us. Here you go. So that's where that started. That's where Compassion with Action started with just, you know, three crazy friends and me. I love it. And, then and we're not there. It, we're not there anymore. But yeah, it's grown. But I, I love that because sometimes we think we have to do it alone. Go it alone, right? You were. You even mentioned yeah. that sometimes even when you were married, you were a single mom, right? And I, I think people. I, uh, I chuckled very big time because we all have felt that at times. Like, am I the only parent in the room? Could it be that mm-hmm. I'm the only adult? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at yeah. you. You have right. more gray hair than I do, but like some reason. But um, yeah. you know, I think that's a big thing to to talk about that. There are other women, men, and even children who like to help and volunteer and support in different ways, whether it be energy, two more hands, another mind, somebody with a marketing background, someone with an advertising, someone Mm -hmm. with connections to uh, people who like to write big checks, philanthropists, right? And um, oh, yeah. or somebody wants those. Yep. Yes, exactly. Well, and yeah. you know, I, I think that that is something we have to remind ourselves. I've had a few clients, uh, over the years who felt like you, they had a calling. They had to postpone it for different reasons. I did the same when Mark was sick. I knew at the time, I felt that at that sure. point my calling was to raise the two children. Little did I know it was raised to oh, adopt yes. a child, raise two kids, oh, yeah. and and facilitate mm-hmm. a double organ transplant at a hospital at a state because the one at home nearly killed him. But you know, I I put off things as well, and I think that it's important to know that we don't always have to be an entrepreneur, solopreneur, starting a 501c3 or any kind of business yeah. where we're lighting the way for someone else. And I love that you shared that because I think that sometimes people only want to showcase the the end result, you know, where you are now and how glorious it is. But it's it's, you know, it's starting somewhere and if you do have a a burning or a yearning inside, I think Darlene and I both want to encourage you to, you know, just feel it out, talk with a few friends. So how did you start with one or two? Like, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'd love to hear. Go ahead. Tell us more. I, I didn't start with a 501c3 in mind. In fact, for almost <laughs> two years, all of the women that came around, you know, two or three people more would add come to a meeting once a month, we'd all get together. I say meeting, we all get together, break bread and have fun and then say, okay, who are, who are we going to bless this month? And, you know, sometimes we, we blessed Laura's house here in Orange County, domestic violence. And I would call up the, and I encourage anyone to do this. You don't have to have a 501c3 to do this. I called up the shelter and said, how many women do you have in the emergency shelter? 
And they'd say mm. eight, nine. Okay. How many children do they have? And of course, no names, but can we have the yeah. boy? Are they boy, girl? What ages are they? So that we would make baskets up for eat for the woman. And then we'd make baskets up for the, for little Johnny. Cause they literally ran out of their house with their toothbrush. I mean, they yes. don't have anything else. So of course the shelter gives them basics, but we're like, okay, a woman would be happy with this, this or this. Give her, give her, you know, some things she can handle. Give that, give the little four year old a new teddy bear. Give, you know, give yes. her some coloring books, something. So I encourage people that were ever because I didn't want it to be a nonprofit only because, well, two <laughs> reasons. Number one, I didn't know how to do it. That's right. a big one. Number two is I didn't want all the paperwork. And I thought right. then all the eyes and, and, and then all the naysayers are coming and I'm like, I don't yeah. even know how to do this. How do you, how do you build an arc? I don't even know what a hammer is. How do you do that? And right. so, yeah, but I had a couple women encourage me and say, if you were a nonprofit, I might be able to give you a little bit more money. And I guess yeah. the marketing girl and me, Gina went, Oh, <laughs> okay. Then let's look into that. <laughs> You're going to give more money so I can bless more people. Okay, fine. Right. We're going to do that. So that's how it started. I love it. As a and professional I think, 501c3. Like I said, I really thought it for yeah. a long time. Yeah. And I think that it's a lot of work. I didn't know it was that kind of work. It's a lot. It is a lot of work. Anytime you're establishing a business, especially a 501c3, knowing all the rules and regulations. And like you said, the paperwork documentation. But it's so true that when you have that status, it makes it so much easier for people to make donations, whether it be uh, money or items. Yeah. And uh, so that's items a great volunteer. Yeah. Or like yes. you said, hands-on, helping us make the baskets, helping us deliver the baskets, uh, finding out. I mean, even even because uh, a lot of people go, where do you find the chamber just called me earlier this morning and said, can you do this or this? And I said, no, I'm not a warehouse. I don't have room for all of that. <laughs> and here's some resources you might, you know, they want, they want to collect clothes. And I said, that's a great idea, but we only help usually, you know, younger children and teenagers, of course, once in a while too, but they were talking about adult clothes. And I, so I gave him a couple resources, but more importantly yeah. is they're doing something. They're doing yeah. something. And that's my whole yeah. thing with, you know, compassion is a great word. It's a beautiful word. But if there's no action behind it, it's a word. Yeah. It's just a yes. Word. Yes. And I know that's with why, your that's uh, why we Yes. And I know with the your energy that the action comes naturally to someone like you, which is a, a real blessing because it's contagious, Darlene. And and I think that doing the work that you're here doing, thank you. Thank you. It, it's nice. No, thank you. Uh, for allowing that part of yourself to be um, visible, to be seen and heard. And that's what exquisitely aligned television and podcasts well, is all Gina, about. I, I will say that what, what just came to my mind was that energy yeah. sometimes, that boldness, that here I am in your face and let's get excited. Um, that can either uh, light a fire <laughs> Or it can be like yes. a bonfire to some people. They're like, she's just too much, you know, and that's okay too. It, I've really mm -hmm. had to learn um, at my age. I don't temper my energy, my loudness, my boldness that easily anymore. Cause I figure mm -hmm. I'm going to run into heaven, you know, with skid marks running in cause I'm going as fast as I can. 
And if that offends people, it isn't not my intention, but I understand also not everybody can be around that for any length of time. So I always say, except for Tony Robbins, nobody wants to listen to somebody in the front of the room all day. So I try very hard to put other people on, and my, from my board, from my organization in front of other people. So they might not like Darlene. They might hate hot pink. They might hate, you know, blonde hair. I don't know, but somebody else can pass this message on. This is not, mm-hmm. I always tell them, this isn't the Darlene show. This isn't the Darlene right. business. This mm-hmm. is an organization that is out to make a difference somehow, some way, even if we just give give a sweet little widow woman that's going through cancer for the third time we give her a basket with new with a new um blanket in it and some books and some toiletries and she says wow no one no one's ever done this for me before i mean mm-hmm. it's little things that made a big difference to a lot of people yeah and so you you had alluded to you know reactions of others tell us a little bit if you can darlene about you know, oftentimes when we have these big ideas as change makers, going out there and impacting one life at a time the way you have, there are people who want to cheer you on, whether they're backing you financially or with time and energy and, and stuff, right. or just verbally yeah. supporting you, lifting you up, so forth, giving you connections. And then sometimes there are people who get a little concerned, like, what is she doing? Is she biting off more than she can chew? Or does she know what she's doing when she's filling out this 501c3, whatever. So tell us a little bit about um, cheerleaders and naysayers. How did that, what did that look like when you were starting this, even when you were in the backyard in 2020 versus then coming, uh, uh, sorry, on Facebook, then in the backyard and now, to where you are now, how have they kind of played out in your, in your calling? Honestly, I haven't had hardly any negativity. I I may have some, uh, I have way more mentor, so many more mentors and so many more people that are cheering me on than, than the other and the other, uh, the other, uh, and I say this, hopefully again, not to offend anybody and to think I'm all that because I'm not all that is those that have, those that have said negative things to me, I kind of just do this. Mm -hmm. I I have a wonderful girlfriend who has always said to me, make sure you fly with the, with the Eagles and get out of the chicken coop. (laughs) So even though that might sound like a very negative phrase, it's, I don't have, I don't have time for the little stuff. I don't have time for the drama. Right. I don't have time for. So, so honestly, maybe because I'm up here, I don't hear them. <laughs> I always say I'm yeah. getting a little older. Maybe I didn't hear that. Um, I I don't pay it any mind. Number one, but most of the, I would say 99% of mm-hmm. this whole beginning to now of three years has been nothing but I call them divine connections. They're surprises. They're like, oh my gosh, did that really happen? Am I really going to be on a podcast with Gina? Are you serious? I just saw her reunited with her, you know, a couple of weeks ago. It's like amazing because I really think my phrase has always been this. A lot of people want to help. They want to do something, but they don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm one of those people that says, well, here, do this. 
I, I kind of tell people what to do, but, and I kind of, I do my best to do it nicely, but, but more importantly is it's like, well, here, go pick up that, that, and, and bring that meal to that sweet little old widow lady that's raising her three year old granddaughter because her 41 year old uh, daughter just died of cancer last week. You know, go do that. Or, Hey, can you go to, can you go to Home Goods and get, a bunch of stuff and put them all in a pretty basket so we can make it pretty. And, you know, CWA will pay you back. I mean, you, you don't have to, yeah. unless you'd like to just give it to us. That's okay too. You know, so <laughs> yeah. all in all, I've met, I've met mentors, male and female that have, have helped me and spurred me on with this and said, you're making a difference, not just in the lives of the single moms and the children in mm -hmm. crisis, but now the passion has grown into spreading awareness about human trafficking in Orange County, which is not a happy subject. Nobody really wants to talk about it, but we also know it's a, it's an area of concern. And so again, that's brought me into other rooms, we'll say, where I can make a difference and we can, we can uh, sponsor canines. That's a little bit more, people like to hear a little bit more about that than, than the sex trafficking thing, but the canine, the ESD, they call it electronic storage device dog. They like dogs sniff out uh, bombs. They sniff mm -hmm. can be trained to sniff out drugs. These dogs are trained to sniff out the SD card or whatever all those little things are called in our phone and our yeah. computer mm -hmm. of the perpetrators that are online. So when the cops go in and nab them, you can see I like I like those kinds of shows. <laughs> They, they, not really. No, I don't even watch those. But, you know, the cops go in with a search warrant. They know that they're a perpetrator. They know they're a sex, uh, uh, what do you call those, sex predators that, that didn't um, show that they were in another city, whatever that's called. I can't remember. Then sign up and say, here we, here I am. Uh, Anyhow, they find out they're doing this child exploitation online. They can go in and sweep the room and find certain things. But then mm -hmm. they bring in the cavalry, they bring in that dog, and that dog sniffs out things that a, man, a person can't find, little tiny mm -hmm. things, right. because these bad guys know someday they're going to get, get caught. So we, as Compassion with Action, had a fundraiser in May this year, mm -hmm. and we sponsored one of those dogs to be trained to go with a, 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 a handler at a police department in the Midwest. I mean... Mm -hmm. It was such a joy to see a dog. We didn't see this dog. I get to go to this dog's graduation in November, but um, it, it's so exciting to know we're going to, we're going to make a difference in children's lives because when these guys and ladies are caught and they're thrown in jail for mm -hmm. a long time, then other yeah. children will not be harmed by that person. Yeah. So that, you know, that kind of confuses people, honestly, Gina, because they're like, well, I thought you just help single moms and parents and, kids. I'm mm -hmm. like, uh-huh, we do that. <laughs> and then we do this yeah. too. And they're like, yeah. you do, you do. I said, well, they're all children. They're all children and women connected. Combined. So we have to yeah. combine. It's like, you know, that's kind of a heavy subject, so we won't stay on there. But, but my point is, is that we do both and it's, mm -hmm. it's on, it's on the website when we get to that part, but it's just, yeah. it's so fulfilling on all levels because every mm -hmm. month we give something to those single moms and those and kids or the widows, like I said, we've, and mm -hmm. we're always referred to someone. So a lot of people have asked me, where do you find these people? Um, my belief is God drops them in our lap. But for instance, mm -hmm. somebody will say, Oh, my, my husband's secretary 
just lost her husband. Like he was 36, died of a heart attack. She has two little mm-hmm. girls. And, and I've been privileged to be able to be on the phone with these women and say, I'm so sorry. What can I do for you? And they're mm-hmm. like, and this woman said, we're okay. You know, he left us well financially. But I said, well, let me ask you this. How old are the kids? Like three and five. I said, may we give them baskets, like coloring books and pajamas and give certificates to their yogurt place, stuff like that, that they mm-hmm. like. And she said, I would love it. And and whatever you were going to gift, gift us, like, you know, groceries for the month or whatever, please give that to someone else. That mm-hmm. just, my heart just broke open because, you know, she was financially okay, but she right. was like, please go bless somebody else. So to me, it's paying it forward. Mm-hmm. And that's what people want to do. They, they want to make a difference in somebody's life. And, she, and most of the time when I am allowed to speak to whoever we're going to bless a, a Marine woman that her, these are stories I know we've blessed in the last year or so. She, her husband left her. She was left with three kids. The youngest was seven months. And I got to speak to her on the phone and she was crying. And, and, and she said, oh, my gosh, nobody's ever done this. I said, well, do me a favor. One day when you can do this, please do this for somebody else. Right. No matter the size. You know, we went out with baskets for the kids. And I, I being a single mom of three, I said, how old are your boys? One was preteen, the other was teen. And I said, okay, I'm not picking out his tennis shoes. Tell me what kind <laughs> they want and I'll give them a gift certificate. You know? So we yeah. did that and we got to meet the family. We got to meet the family, which is doesn't happen often enough, but it's okay. Or we know yeah. it goes to the right people because we're, re- yeah. we're referred to them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I think there's a lot more people in need than we than we um, realize. So yes, once the word gets out, something wonderful, of course, they connect with you. But let's talk about your, we were talking about fire a little bit ago. And um, it's true, when we have a lot of fire, a lot of passion, a lot of drive, a lot of energy to um, be a change maker. Um, what else? Uh, you know, spark new ideas, new ways of thinking, and new ways of being, mm-hmm. like you do. You are completely right when you say we can warm people up. Right? They can come in, lean in, get warmed by the fire. They become inspired. Or sometimes, if we go too heavy for depending on the person, we can burn them, right? And so it's finding that balance, but there's also a balance within ourselves. I don't know if you've found that, but for me with a lot of clients who are as passionate and driven as you are, sometimes they get burned out. And, um, you know, that's one of the things I love helping them with, how to balance that fire and how to make sure that we're not only pouring out to others, like you were just talking about children, the single parents, right? The grandmother, the um, giving to the, allow the dogs to be a part of uh, the team to go out and sniff out the perpetrators. But how, Darlene, do you, well, number one, have you ever realized that in your life? Has there ever been a time where, you kind of depleted your fire and maybe needed to sit still, lie flat, be in bed, whatever. And what did that look like for you? All of the above. <laughs> yeah, all, all of the above. You, you know, it's that whole, in me, it's more like fight or flee. And, and my fight lasts yeah. a long time because my heart <laughs> is 
to change life at somebody's somebody's life or or help that child that doesn't have a voice or bless that single mom that's working her butt off. So I've, the fight is there and the stamina is pretty solid until it's not. And then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. before I don't get sick because I always say I don't uh, participate because mm-hmm. I don't participate in anything like that. For me, I've always had to just um, find a quiet place. Mm. Uh, sometimes I journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, most uh, all the time I pray. And now that mm-hmm. I got my dream come true from uh, my vision boards for many years, I always had the beach on it. So I will mm-hmm. always, you know, I'm a mile away from the beach. So I'll go to the beach and get my feet in the sand and just walk and either, either, you know, do my best to not think of anything or mm-hmm. I just have to still myself. I just have to still myself. I talk with my maker and I'm, and I have a journal, I have a devotional inside of me that I've not written yet. And I'm not mm-hmm. really sure if it's going to be published or just, I need to do it. I haven't figured that mm-hmm. one out yet, but it's called mm-hmm. meet me on the beach. And my girlfriend's mm-hmm. been saying, please don't make me go to my deathbed knowing that you still didn't write that book. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. I got a couple other things I'm doing. But when I, since I've been a little girl, ever since I've been old enough to remember, I would just sit in the sand and talk to God. And I always heard what I was supposed to hear. Mm-hmm. And for me, I mean, I even get away. I even get away a couple times a year just by myself. Sometimes I'll, mm-hmm. you know, allow a girlfriend to come with me for a little bit. Um, but I, I need that alone time. I Absolutely. need to, to get renewed. I need to get refreshed. And it's just, I have to. And people go, but you live alone, Darlene, and you're not married. And I've said, no, that didn't work very well. So, no, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> but, and my dog, God bless my little sweet Shih Tzu uh, Shiloh, he just died. Or I had to put him down in May. So, for 15 years, I had this companion. And I love dogs, mm-hmm. but I don't dare get one right now because I've got too much work to do. But And mm-hmm. I will someday. But I have to be alone. I have to be yeah. very quiet, alone with my thoughts. And visualize, literally visualize the ne- next steps of life to me. It, it's like mm-hmm. if I don't take that time to do it, then it just gets all. I've, I've tried to just push through. You know, a lot, I know a lot of whatever trainers back in the day. It's like you just push through. You you only right. get four hours of sleep a night because you're going to die one day and you're going to sleep the rest. And I'm like, woo, no, no, thank you. I don't. I don't want that training. So. I take very good care of myself. I sleep eight hours a day. Truth be told, I have a lot of girlfriends who are like, I don't like you. I said, yes, you do. You love me. <laughs> but I, my body, I've taught since I don't know when. I, I've never had a sleep problem. If I have a sleep problem, if I wake up in the middle of the night, it's because God needs me to pray for somebody. And I got too many things going on in my head. But it's rare. Mm-hmm. I usually put my head down at whatever time. And in eight hours, my body will wake up. Period. I love it. Yeah, I and I think get up to use the ladies' room. Yeah, I think it's so always. important. I mean, I'm just a good sleeper. Yeah, and I think Rest. it's so important that we make sure we rejuvenate, recharge, replenish, whatever the right word is for each of us. For me, like you, I like to be at, in at the beach in the sand barefoot yeah. or on my paddleboard. And yeah. I love just even sitting in my yard in the sunshine. I take sunshine breaks. I say I'm recharging my battery. Yeah. But even just to go sit, pray, sure. meditate, yeah. eat my lunch, eat my breakfast, yeah. or maybe sometimes drink a cup of tea. 
Um, I always yeah. take a few minutes. That's why I live here. You know, we have this amazing nature. yard with a beautiful view. Yeah, well, and any place. Yes. Yeah. And nature yeah. does recharge nature, us. And nature so is I, so healing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, it, it's been proven. Um, I did a, a long article but about uh, travel and so forth. And one of the things is being by the ocean, the sound of the waves, the ebb and flow of the waves helps reset heart patients rhythm of their heart. And Isn't so, and, I love it. yes. And men and women tend to live longer by seven to eight years if they live by the ocean. So there's different theories, whether Good. it be the salt and yeah, the salt in the air, right? Cleans yeah. our sinuses. Yeah. Uh, we're more likely to eat yeah. seafood. So the healthy oils of the fish and so forth. So um, I'm with you there and I'm, I'm so glad. Yeah. Yes, and I'm so glad you take time for yourself to rejuvenate. I think that yeah. sometimes women think that they have to do, do and do. And like you said, certain uh, self-improvement gurus have said, oh, yeah. only this amount of sleep, yeah. go to bed at this, yeah. wake up at that. But the truth is we're each unique and we're each born exquisite and we yeah. have to honor our bodies and really uh, yes. change, yeah. our, change our mindset and make sure that we do the things yeah. like you mentioned, journaling, prayer, time alone, whatever that is. Um, I like to be around people, but I found as I've gotten older, I need a little more time alone myself, um, which is kind of funny yes. because yes. when I was a child, that I mean, was I, the punishment. Yeah. Go to your room and yeah, I had to be in my room by yes. myself. And that was punishment when I sent my children to their rooms <laughs> because they like to be alone. But they thought it was the grandest yeah. thing in the world. And I said to my husband, you know, this isn't working. <laughs> this doesn't work for me. It worked. My parents my knew if she's in that bedroom alone, she's going to be miserable. Yeah. You know, and this was yeah. before yeah. cell phones. So I was, I was yes. alone, alone, yeah, maybe with the cat. But um, so yeah. do tell us, um, <laughs> yes, I know, right? Uh, silly yeah. things, how they come up. But I'd That's love, true. Darlene, if you could tell us how people can reach out to you and what kind of support might you need uh, in this day and time? You know, I I would love to say just one thing. I, I need mm -hmm. please the, the group, the organization, not Darlene. CWA needs not just the donations, yes, because we know where to put the money. I mean, we literally save maybe 10% of what we're given just for operating costs. So I don't want anybody to think we're one of those nonprofits that, oh, my gosh, 60% goes back into the organization. It's like, uh, no. <laughs> We we usually operate on a, on a very thin prayer, and um, yeah, and we make it. We don't have a lot of costs, but I always am open and looking for like-minded women or men that are that have experience and are seasoned in the nonprofit uh, arena. As I'm a firm believer in, mm -hmm. you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you should probably leave that room and go to another room. And I need people that have that kind of background and heart, compassionate heart. But have the wherewithal and the season seasoning to know, well, this should be your next step. I have two mm -hmm. or three mentors and I glean from each one of them. So, you know, again, there's so many pieces to this puzzle. Uh, volunteers that just want to come out 
uh, once a month. We are starting. We used to just meet at my girlfriend's house in Dana Point. And after 25 people every month, I said, we're not meeting at your house anymore. We're meeting at a restaurant. So people can, you know, eat if they want to eat, have a drink if they want to have a drink. But get to know each other. And then this is what we're doing this month. Would you like to be a part of it? Uh, connections with businesses that uh, love to sponsor organizations such as Compassion with Action that have that mm -hmm. money put aside for uh, for their budget. And I was on the phone this morning with somebody that said, you know, the, the nonprofit we helped for many years has gotten so large that personally, mm -hmm. As a, it's like a, it's like a, a sorority sisters big organization. She said mm. we would like to partner with a smaller, you know, kind of grassroots, someone, yeah, an organization that's not huge yet. I said, pick me, pick me. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, that, that's the kind of things we look for. And like I said, they can even, you know, um, look at us on our website, compassionwithaction.org. Um, and that tells a lot about us. There's a contact form there they can fill out. They can follow us on Facebook, which is CWAOC, which mm -hmm. CWA Orange County. Uh, and so that's on Facebook. And of course, Instagram is on there too. CWA.2021, I think it's what it is. But more importantly, you know, they can reach out to me in any way. I usually am the one at this point because we are small. I'm usually the one that answers everything. And, um, and, and I'm fine with that. I, I love, I love to talk to people when I'm not meditating and in my backyard or at the beach, <laughs> but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, more often than not, it's me. And, and I am, I am the big mouth. I always say the big mouth, the founder, because it is an assignment to me. It is a calling to me. It is, uh, something that I want to leave a legacy behind for my children, my, my children's children. I don't want it to die when I do. I really mm -hmm. don't want it to die when I do because I, someone told me yesterday who's one of my mentors, he said, Darlene, you're doing such a good thing. He said, I can see these CWA chapters um, all over the United States. And I go, stop. I thought of that when I first started this three years ago, but I quickly squelched it because I'm like, oh, you're thinking too big, Darlene. That's too big. Let's just stay right mm -hmm. here in Orange County and do what we can do. And then when he said that, I'm like, oh, no, is that getting reflamed? Is that getting fanned now? It's like, I don't know. But I'd be glad to talk with anybody that wants to start something in their backyard. It, it wouldn't be mm -hmm. like a franchise or anything like that. It's just right. if I can help anybody with anything that I've learned, I've always been that way. It's like, let me show you how I did it. It may work for you. It may not. But I think our job as women is to go make a difference in other women's lives kids' lives, you know, children that don't have a voice, all of the above. That's mm -hmm. what I think. But I love it. I love it. Thank you. And Thank all you. of Thank Darlene's information, yes, all of Darlene's information will be in the show notes, so you can contact her there. Darlene, it's time to pull a card from Opening to Possibilities. Um, these are journal prompts, contemplation, and conversation starters. Um, I've shuffled them a little bit before we started, but I'm going to do one last shuffle. I'll thumb through them and then you'll tell me when to start, stop. I'll read the card to you. On the front is a word and on the back is a statement using that word with three questions. You can choose to answer one, two, or all three questions. So I'll start now and then you just tell me when to stop. 
Stop. They're a little sticky. Life. <laughs> Perfect one for you. Life is a balancing I act. love flowers. Yes. Well, each of them, there's 42 cards, each with, adorned with flowers. So they they're speak right Ooh. to you. Life is a balancing yes, act yes. of strength and flexibility. Where do you see yourself in this act? How strong? How are you strong? How are you flexible? Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's uh, my, my strength, I believe, is speaking from my heart. Mm -hmm. I used to try and memorize things and that doesn't work for me anymore. <laughs> so my me strength neither. is I've learned how to... I've learned how to drop from my head to here. I was taught that in a seminar world when I was back there and it really helps. And again, I know that's my strength. I can connect and build relationships. Well, uh, mm -hmm. flexibility, gosh, at my age, I'm not that flexible. Anyhow, um, <laughs> let's see flexibility. I, I, I do, I do listen to everyone else's ideas and input because I don't want to be the only one that says, Oh no, it's, I got this. I got all the answers. We're going to do it this way. I really am listening to any, uh, any, and right now, literally a lot of younger, when I say younger forties, uh, late thirties, early forties, I want to hear their input because they have a grasp on, what they want their families to look like or their future to look mm -hmm. like, or this is how you can do better at this uh, lane. And mm -hmm. I, so I'm, I'm always open to other people's ideas. So I think in that way, I'm a, I'm an avid learner. I wasn't mm -hmm. when I was in high school or grammar school, at all, <laughs> but I, I have learned to be, I, I you know what? I can't, I, I don't want to learn anything that I'm not interested in. And I think that's what happened to me and maybe a lot of other people in school. I didn't want to learn that stuff. Why do I have to learn that stuff? It doesn't make any sense right. to me. And I'm never going yeah. to use it. And guess what? I was right. I never used it. So. <laughs> and I never and used to it. those kids we, listening, we be, sure, be sure that you're doing your homework, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, school is <laughs> doing your homework. Is, I didn't do it. Yeah. Yes. School is another subject that it would take me probably yes. a week for us to cover that. So we won't even, I was just joking about that, but, um, yeah. So thank you so That's much, okay. darling. Okay. It's been delightful to have you. Thank you you are a bright and shiny soul with a lot of fire in your heart mm -hmm. and, um, and compassion is definitely compassion in action is definitely uh, very suiting for who you are and for your mission. And thank you for stepping into your calling because um, it's a big deal. So I appreciate that from you. Thank you again. And for those thank of you, you who are all your time. Yes, you're well, you're so Welcome. It's been a great pleasure. For those of you who are wondering what your it factor is, or if you're contemplating stepping into your calling like Darlene has, whatever that is, however big or small that is, as you hear Darlene say, maybe it's beyond Orange County. Maybe it's nationwide. Maybe it's around the world. I don't know. We'll have to check back in with Darlene. But if you feel there's something out there, bigger and greater than who you've been today, 
please look in the show notes for Purpose, Possibilities, and Prosecco. It's a two-hour transformation like no other, which combines Sabine's uh, expert face reading and myself with transformational help. And we do a lot of legwork before we meet you because we know you are busy. It'll only take two hours out of your time. Until next time, be exquisite.